also, you have champagne taste at Taco Bell. Every time I pick up the label, I'm like, oh, that's going to have to move another, you know, half a millimeter to the left. <laughs> does that, does that happen and we don't know it? Oh, absolutely. Says a lot about me. That's why I like to party. Thanks, Mom. I, I feel like I'm the perfect amount of cool for PBR. Which isn't very cool. I order a parking lot taco. Okay. Yeah. And oh I, my god, I eat you have it. a name for it. Listen. <laughs> and I eat it before I leave the parking lot. And when I eat carrots, I actually eat the outside first. Because there's the, oh. the core of the carrot. That's not where I thought it was I going. Know, <laughs> I didn't I didn't know where it was going. Yeah, where <laughs> you think it was gonna go. All right, Danny, this is a big one. This is a big one. I'm excited for this one. I'm, I was a little distracted as we went live here uh, because I was pulling up the post. Mm-hmm. We went live with this um, less, ago, yeah, yeah. less than a half hour ago, and it's, it's, it's blowing up a little bit, which yeah. is awesome. I think the nostalgia is hitting people. I hope so, right? That's yeah. what we're kind of going for. Um, so, uh, obviously, if, if y'all are listening right now, you know that this is about um, our, our latest collaboration, uh, our latest Frosted um, with uh, the Root Beer Stand mm-hmm. in Sharonville. And uh, pretty pumped to have uh, Eric Burroughs, um, owner of the Root Beer Stand, here with us. Eric, say hey. Hey, guys. Um, so, we're excited. Are you excited? I mean, how are you feeling oh, about this? Yeah, I- as a uh, craft beer lover, uh, even before the root beer stand came in, into my life, which has been quite a few years now, which we'll get into, um, but to see the two come together is just, you know, it, it's amazing. So I, I, was, I, I came uh, last week on Friday for the canning, and I even brought my buddy, and I text Chad, and I said, i, I got to bring a, a camera guy with me. He's like, dude, if you just want to bring your buddy, just bring him. <laughs> <laughs> let's, not, let's not hide this. Yeah. But just call so, your buddy. But uh, so... Uh, but he was—he's been a buddy of mine forever. We met actually when I moved to Cincinnati, and he and I were home brewing, you know, a decade ago before there were any microbrews, and we would go all over town trying to find like decent beers, which it now seems crazy because every place has a great yeah, you're, brewery. You're tripping over good beer wherever you right, go. exactly. So it kind of came full circle. I said, "Look, man, I don't know what you're doing Friday, but come with me. We're gonna go behind the scenes. We're gonna see him can it. They're doing a beer, you know." And so we were like kids in a candy store. So it was, it was really cool just to kind of see that, even though we didn't make the beer, but just to be a part of it uh, and loving the craft brew industry and then, you know, marrying it with my own business has just been amazing. Yeah, and, and uh, I will say there's nothing like, uh, so for you, probably, probably your first time I'd imagine, there's nothing like pulling a can right off the line yeah. uh, and, and enjoying it Very right cool, there. very cool. And, I mean, even just as a little topper, this is where it kind of all comes together again is I was a graphic designer for many, many years, so... Uh, the design on the can, the building on there, actually I designed over the winter and I used two. So oh, that's awesome. It was a little piece of the design and then the beer. And then, so it kind of all was, it was just very cool. All yeah, very cool. it was a cool process uh, that Jen was kind of going through of figuring out, you know, how do we embody the root beer stand on our label, you know, so that when people see the can, they're like, oh, shoot, the root beer stand. So, like, we were kind of like, the sign's really cool. How do we incorporate that or even just the logo? And then once we found out we had that vector image of your building, I was like, dude, this is awesome because it's so iconic with, like, the orange, like, zigzag roof and then just, like, the building itself, too. It's so it's, It came out really cool. Yeah, it worked out great when she sent me that picture, and it was I was like, you know, I've got a vector of the whole 
building, which I just happened to do a couple months ago yeah. when we were off uh, for stickers and my own shirts, and I go, that would be that would work out great. So, yeah, yeah it, it's a great idea. Um, as Danny mentioned, it's it's definitely an iconic building. Uh, for those that that may not know, which I feel like. Uh, if you've lived in Cincinnati for any any period of time, you'd have to be living under a rock to not know. But uh, exa- exactly in Sharonville, what are the crossroads? Where is so where it's, stand? It, it's really cor- uh, close to the corner of Redding and Kemper. It's not exactly on that corner, but yep. if you're at that corner, you'll see you it. You can see it. Yeah, yep. so it's right there. Very close to downtown Sharonville, maybe like a mile. And if you months. can't see it, you'll see just uh, a crowd of cars trying to get into the parking lot. If you can't see it, you'll be behind a bunch <laughs> yeah, of cars. You'll right. wonder what the traffic jam is, and you'll know. That's I've li- right. I've literally never been to the root beer stand without it being packed. I was I was there a couple hours ago taking pictures. It was Tuesday at 1230. Places jammed. Yeah. And actually, I just told her it was a little slow today. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't find a parking spot. I made one on my own. Yeah. <laughs> like, Love that I, journey I, like, for pulled, you. Like, to the end of the lot, like right in between the street and the last parking spot, I was probably like two feet away from the road. <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, I'm only going to be here for like 20, 30 minutes. I'll make it work. And you ate there, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. What What did you eat? Oh, I always do a root beer and then a coney and a cheeseburger. Do you do you put cheese on the coney? Yeah, I, I do a, a cheese coney. Yeah, cheese okay. coney with everything on it. You don't get a Timmy dog? Uh, I have before, but I do not typically. That's not your go-to. So I, I like getting the cheeseburger. So then if I get a Timmy dog with it, it's like way too much food. <laughs> So, great story about the Timmy Dog, actually. Okay. So, back in the 90s, my mother-in-law owned it uh, since 90. And about mid-90s, we had a guy come in from GE, come all the time. And he'd bring people in whenever he had guys in town. And he'd say, put whatever you got back there, any, just throw it on there. Every single thing back there. Yeah. And so, they would do it for him. And his name was, his name was Tim. No way. That's how that was yeah. born? So, we would, she would do it for him you know, every time. And, and Timmy would come in and get it. So, she said one year, I don't know, 98, 99, somewhere, she says, you know what, let's put it on the menu this year as a joke. He'll get a kick out of it. He's a good customer. No one's going to order this thing. <laughs> Here we are, Blowing however many years later, 20-something years later, and it's one of the most, uh, you know, if not popular, at least the most well-known, a very signature sandwich. What, uh, what is on it crazy. specifically? So it's got chili cheese, mustard, onion, ketchup, hot sauce, relish, kraut, slaw, I think that thing, and onions. Man. Did I say onions? Uh, it, that, that's what, it's that's, got a lot. I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah, uh, and and I know I know food, Eric. So yes, I'm pretty sure that's right. <laughs> it weighs like a burrito. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Last time I was you definitely have to two hand it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean I was so aggressive last time I went. I got a foot long Timmy dog. I think can you only get it? Get yeah, we only foot? do it that's in the Timmy. Yeah. So I got a, a I got a, a foot long of that, and then a foot long chili cheese. And uh, I basically I you paid like five fifty for it or something. They <laughs> <laughs> took a nap. I, I, yeah, I left there and basically went into a food coma. Yeah. So, I believe it. I believe um, it. But it, I mean, it's fantastic, and and uh, obviously known for the root beer, right. but also the food, which is just. I mean, how would you for those that wouldn't know? How would you explain? I mean, obviously you've got the hot dogs, the the, the coney dogs. There's burgers. I mean, how would you explain to somebody that was asking? I I would. I would describe it as a true throwback for yep, one, for sure. um, but also not, I would say a throwback to when you could, when you would have local fast food places or car hop places, but it didn't taste like what you would think of as fast food today. So we're clearly fast food, but like we still make that chili every morning and we shred the cheese every day. Um, and that chili is actually only at the root beer stand that was created by the original owner. Uh, she came up with that recipe and only... We have it written down on some cards, but only a few of us have it. Um, but it's been made the same way. So it is, it's fast, but I, it, it, to say fast food kind of gives it this feel like yeah, you're talking about McDonald's or Burger King. It's really it's not It's definitely that. not that. Yeah, right. it undersells it. It's not like, 
it's not like premium food, but no. it's, it's a great burger, a great cheese coney. Like, oh. if you love cheese conies, it's not any different than, like, obviously the recipe is different, but it's not any different than going to Skyline or Gold Star, you know? Right. I would just, I would call it, like, almost, um, it's just very, it's simple, but in a good way. For yeah. sure. Right. I would say, I would say it's, it's premium products, but you can get it quickly. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, that's kind yeah. of oversimplifying it. Right. It's very just, it's kind of vintage. It's just, there's no frills, but it's just good, decent yeah. Yeah. staples. You're not hiding behind can, anything. Can you right. confirm or deny that there is some sort of addictive drug in the root beer? <laughs> no, no comment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a special ingredient. Whatever's in it, we're going to keep it. It's working, right? The, it's the root it's beer, like Mike's secret sauce. Yeah. It, it is, right? The root beer stand root beer. Yeah. It, the root beer is, is unlike any other root beer I've had. Right. Why is that? So the number one thing that we attribute to that is that we don't use a municipal water source. So all the water that we use at Root Beer Stand, especially for root beer and everything else, comes from a well on site. Okay. So the water, as I'm sure you guys can attest, being beer brewers, has a big, the makeup of water uh, and the different minerals and things that are in it can make a big difference in flavor, how oh, 100%, things taste. Yeah. So that is a definitely a big part of, and we've never made it with city water so so I it's could, always been it's made always with that been well made water with that water and so even if we you know opened another location or went somewhere else i don't know that we could re- replicate it exactly um so that's a big part of it um then of course we mix it there and it comes through a tap it's not carbonated in the same way you would get out of a can so that takes some of that carbonation level down really gives it a smoother flavor so i think those are kind of the biggest reasons why it has a very unique flavor so if somebody were to go, I don't have to worry about this because if I buy it by the gallon, it's gone in a couple of hours. But <laughs> right. if somebody were to buy a gallon with it, with it already being uh, a very low carbonation level, right. um, how long would that gallon last? I mean, a day or two. Yeah, that's what know. I figured. Yeah. I, I'd say within 24 hours, you want to drink it. it. It could probably go the next day, but you're going to already tell it's just getting a little more almost syrupy. So you, yeah. it's really... It's got to go quick. So, uh, Chad, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Just been sitting here enjoying your um, root beer stand, yeah. root beer float frosted. Yeah, I'm not complaining. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you have had over under 190 gallons of um, root beer stand, root beer. Um, that's probably right on the number. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somewhere around 200. Chad, Chad's doing quick math. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I'm all joking aside, you kind of helped us uh, kind of invigorate this collaboration with, with Eric and with the root beer stand. Um, it's been a long time coming. It has, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, this, COVID kind of, you know, last that's right. year. And then, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah we, we actually were planning to do this beer last year, and right. then um, with COVID and everything, uh, we decided to kind of push it off, but... Um, Chad, you, you, you know, Eric, uh, you and your wife, um, are in the same community as, as Chad's family and myself. So right. there's a little bit of a background there, history mm-hmm. there. Um, talk a little bit about what this is like for you, uh, kind of being friends with the Burroughs family and now seeing this whole, this whole thing kind of come to fruition. What's that like for you? Yeah, it actually goes back a little further than that growing up in Cincinnati, um, and going, uh, you know, been going to the, the Ruby Sand for a long time, and then to you know evolve into where we're at now that we've we've turned it into a fantastic beer uh, is just that part of it's fun. But um, so Eric's wife Abby and and my wife both teach together, and we've you know cr- had a friendship uh, grow over the years, uh, hang out, have beers. Um, she's taught both of my children. Uh, so I probably owe her a lot of beer for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mostly just for Jackson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say Jackson more than Audrey. Yeah. Yeah. We knew without saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but it's been fun to be the, the go-between uh, to get this up and running. Um, you know, like you said, we've talked about this for, for over a mm-hmm. year now. Um, Eric and I actually are coaching a baseball team together now, so we've been talking about it you know, pretty heavily every week at practice right. while we're making the kids do whatever. We're talking about beer. Um, Just have one of these in a mug. They'll never know. <laughs> yeah, well, now they will. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Good point. Uh, what do you – What do you? Get, so, Eric, let's start with you. What do you think of the beer? Oh, I mean, it's everything that I could have imagined it would be. Not to oversell it. Obviously, I'm a little biased. But, uh, but in all seriousness, I mean, I've had – several of the frosteds before so going in i kind of thought i have a good idea of what this is should taste like and what it probably will taste like knowing these guys and how much i like the other frosted so i kind of knew what that base was going to be and i was like you had that root beer flavor on top it's just gonna it's gonna really hit it i wasn't hesitant going in because i had full confidence in you guys and i knew the brewery and i was like these guys are going to kill it and i knew if in some unlikely way it didn't turn out. You guys would be like, no, because you know you value the the integrity of, of the product just like I do. And so, um, I never doubted that it would be good. But it turned out, I mean, as good or better as I could have imagined. I mean, it, it really, truly is. If you like craft beer and you like root beer floats, and you thought, let's marry these two wonderful things together, this is what it is. And yeah. it, I mean, it, it it hits it out of the park. You will not be disappointed. That's that's, uh, right. that's exactly right. Yeah. I, I would say it just like that. I think what's interesting, and Chad, I'm not sure if, I can't remember kind of the inception of the conversations of how we landed on, let's make this a frosted variant. Um, I don't think at initial thought people would say root beer and milkshake IPA. Uh, but the way that our production team, and, and, and in transparency, we used the root beer from, from the root beer stand. So it is, it is actual product um, in in the beer, and that's why it looks like a root beer float, the way that it looks. <laughs> Which is a nice way of saying it's not winning a beauty contest, <laughs> but it tastes great. So uh, care, it's, right? it's, it, it tastes so amazing. Yeah, um, and to Justin's point, you know, we we use the real root beer concentrate in it, so it looks like a root beer float. That's right. Like right. that's right. We're not we're not hiding or we're not using like some fake root beer flavoring. Like yeah, it's we, not an extract. Yeah, like it's, we collaborated with the root beer stand. We used their concentrate, and it ended up turning out awesome. And yeah. actually, I mean, you know, in fairness, most places might have even said, well, the natural inclination was let's make a stout or a pour right. or something dark out of this, and you wouldn't mm-hmm. see it. So I, I think it was really cool that you guys decided to do this because it's not one that, again, I would naturally think of with an IPA, um, but, it, I mean, Hit it out of the park. It just works. Yeah, yeah. it does. It works. It yeah, works once again, our production team blows my mind. Yeah, yeah we, again, this was another, I, we say it all the time when we do, like, wacky shit here. It's like, we didn't think twice about the product. Right. Like, we just, we knew it was going to be good. There was just, you know, the label or the collaboration and stuff like that that had to be worked out. We knew if we gave these guys the task of making a root beer milkshake IPA, they'd kill it. Yep. Yep. And they did. yep. Um, so, okay, so... The beer, uh, <laughs> so the beer's ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about the launch. So this this podcast will come out Thursday. Today's Tuesday. I'll edit tomorrow. It'll be out Thursday morning, uh, and then releasing Saturday. And uh, what are we what are we expecting for that? Um, so it'll open. We'll have it in the tap room 10 a.m. Saturday, and then it'll hit your favorite beer spots uh, throughout the week. The following week. And uh, it's just going to be a fun day, I think. I'm hoping the weather is nice, uh, reminiscent of, you know, a nice day at the root beer stand, kind of that nostalgia that you're looking for. Chad, this will go into limited distribution to outside of the tap room, correct? Correct. Yep. 
Um, the typical frosted spots. Yeah, where you go find frosted, uh, all those spots will be getting it next week. Mm-hmm. And um, you're taking uh, plenty of it home, I yeah. presume, mm-hmm. right, yeah. Eric? I've got lots. Like, <laughs> I have plenty to distribute. At yeah, and you're going pleasure. to uh, you're going to bring your team up here on Saturday, right? To yeah. kind of celebrate. Oh, that's the awesome. Launch. So yes. Yeah, so after we close, uh, we're going to bring a bunch of people up here, friends, and other people who kind of know um, fans of the Root Beer Stand, friends, family, a lot of uh, families that are uh, in the. South Lebanon community of, of teachers and kids and stuff. So, um, yeah, bringing us, telling everybody, come on up. And then I'm going to push it out to all the root beer stand uh, fans, as I call them, and insist that they absolutely sell this out faster <laughs> than any frosting that's ever been put on tap. I wish we could sell it at the root beer stand. Yeah. I, oh, man, so do That'd I. That would be so yeah. much fun. So do I. So, May, maybe one day. Yeah. One day, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what would you say if somebody were to ask you if they should drop a dollop of vanilla ice cream in this bad boy? I would say, I mean, how can you go wrong? Right? <laughs> I mean, what, what, you know, what's, what is possibly going to go wrong with that? Other than you're just going to want to eat, take more and more of it, and that's going yeah. uh, to be one float that you might not want to drive home after you eat a couple of years. <laughs> I think it would be, be fantastic oh, with, sure a, be with a, just a scoop of vanilla ice cream oh, in there. Yeah. Yes, I highly recommend picking up uh, a four-pack at one of the places that Chad, Chad mentioned, getting mm-hmm. some ice cream and yeah, Taking for that sure. home and really having a nice – put the kids to bed and have a nice uh, <laughs> yeah. adult dessert there, right? <laughs> yeah. Perfect. I, I love the just nostalgia piece of it, and I think it's layered too, right? I think obviously the root beer stand is super nostalgic for, like, kids that grew up in Cincinnati. But I think just root beer in general yep. is such yeah. a, like, nostalgic drink for people. Like, I know for me, um, I worked at a pool in high school, and we only had, like, one Pepsi vending machine. And everything in it was super sugary, so I would always get brisk. But then, like, the occasional time I'd get a root beer. And it's just one of those things that you crack open. And, like, I think of, like, the pool now when I have, like, a root beer at home or whatever it is. Did you say super sugary so you settled on brisk? Isn't brisk super sugary? (laughs) Yes, but, like, compared to the other things, it was, like, it was more mild. It was the only non-pop option, I should say. I I Um, saw a, uh, ooh, ooh. Oh, I just had a a total squirrel moment. And we'll come back to that. mm -hmm. Uh you say, or um, I saw an ad for Brisk mm-hmm. uh, today that was sugar free Brisk. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure that's fantastic. Right. <laughs> I bet it's what are we doing? Right. What, what are we doing here? Funny enough, Chase said it, and now it's spot on. It's the only thing I can think of when I yes. have Divot, our uh, Arnold Palmer inspired beer. All I think about is Brisk. Yes. Which, like, again, takes me back to the pool. Yes. Uh, yeah, our iced tea lemonade uh, Kolsch. Mm-hmm. It, it does taste. It's got that kind of tangy character mm, the of like brisk. kind of lemon zest to it. Yeah, yeah. We're on a heck of a Danny Harold nostalgic run with our beers, right? <laughs> we are. We really yeah. are. It's hitting home, and like I've said it multiple times on this podcast. There's nothing that sells more than nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Oh, if, yeah. if you create an experience for someone, for sure. and you you resonate with them, whether it's in the past or a memory or uh, something that invokes, you know, a feeling. There's nothing. That sells a beer more than that. There's How far back does something have to go to be nostalgic? Could something from a year ago be, like, yeah. if it takes you to a year ago? Anything is pre-COVID is nostalgic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, I accept that answer. It's all nostalgic. I accept I'm, that answer. I'm hoping, like, down the road I just black out. Like, like, yeah. like, April 2020 to, like, a month ago. Oh, oh, before you said that end part, I was like, we can make this happen. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, way easier than, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so like, you, oh, yeah. go ahead, no, Chad. I was going to say, on that question, like, when did the root beer stand open? 
1957. Yeah. I yeah. Actually well, you look great today. for your age. Thanks. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Benjamin Button over here or something. Going Bear's in reverse. 80 years uh, old. Yeah, really. It's, Living off foot longs and root beer. <laughs> yeah. You'd that's, be, that's you'd be amazed secret. at how many times someone makes that joke to oh, me when man. I think, like, how long has it been open? 1957. Well, you look great. <laughs> we're not even original. No. It turns out counties and root beer keep you young. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great diet, I promise. But, yeah, I mean, we've been, you know, I don't know what year, I mean, because Rupert Stan's obviously been around a long time, so obviously it wasn't nostalgic in 1958. Yeah. But at some point, that I mean, we've been selling you know footlongs and and root beer and floats and, and it, nostalgia for decades now. Right. Oh yeah, um, and it originally opened as an A and W stand, right? It did until yeah. the mid '80s. It was an A and W, and then they you know franchise things came up, and they're like, eh, we don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But uh, and it went on obviously very well uh, after that. But uh, how yeah. how did your so how long have has your wife's family? Been so, involved, yeah. So they bought it from the original owners in 1990. Okay, so okay. quite a quite a few years. And like wow. you know, I'll get people come in and they'll say, "Well, you know, there's been this many families and it changes ownership." I go, two families, yeah. <laughs> the entirety of right. its existence." And, and I mean, even the original owners, their daughter still still works for us. I mean, we have several oh, that's employees, awesome. more than several, um, from one family, um, and they work there as teenagers. Uh, their mom worked there, so I mean, on any given shift, there's almost always a mother-daughter or a brother-sister or some kind of combination. So it's a very, very family group there, and it has been for forever. That's awesome. So, That's but it's, awesome. It, yeah, it's really cool. And your father-in-law just retired recently from the Ruby Sand, right? Yeah, about, two, let's see, three three years ago or so. Okay. Just in time to not have the most, you know, challenging <laughs> year of all time on his shoulders. He was just like, well, I'm glad I'm out of here. Uh, but, yeah, it's about three, yeah, three years ago okay. he's, he's retired. So. Yeah. So how has how has COVID affected your business today as you guys have reopened? So what what have you guys changed? Oh, I mean, we could have a whole another podcast on that. I <laughs> sure, mean, but briefly talking, you know, about and Chad and I talked about this the other day, but just and kind of what we're talking about with nostalgia. I mean, we sell part of our thing is nostalgia, right? Yeah. Now with COVID, we've had to change so many things and we've gone, we've probably leapt decades ahead in progress as far as how we do things, which is great. You take credit cards now. We take credit cards. <laughs> you can order. Whoa. Wait, how new is that? <laughs> that's, oh, that's now three years ago. Three years ago, we started taking credit cards. Okay. Cause I was about to say, I, so I worked in Sharonville after college and during the summer we'd go to the root beer stand every once in a while yeah it's pretty recent oh, we, and i was I, I, I think i've always been able to use credit cards mostly because i i don't ever have cash on yeah me. Uh, no, no, no one does <laughs> yeah. yeah but it's probably th- at least three years maybe even maybe four but anyway we uh we started doing that but now like you can order online you can order from your okay. phone i mean these are things that were probably i don't know if they we would have gotten there eventually but we were kind of forced into it because of covid mm-hmm. and as we've been going and realized that we've got this brand new system and how efficient it works and how much better it is on different uh, fronts, we've kind of come to this new challenge that I've talked to Chad about, which is, well, at what point do we say we're going to do it this way because it's just better business-wise? But at the same time, it's not – it cuts out some of the old way of doing things. Not the food necessarily, but, like, people want to come in. They want to sit at the counter. They want to have – you know. And so we're kind of at this breaking – this tipping point where we make, have to make a decision, like mm-hmm. – how can we keep the nostalgic aspect that everyone loves, but also move into the future and grow and, and, and be more successful in that way? So it's actually, it's a really, COVID's kind of pushed us into this area, which has been great in a lot of ways, as bad as it's been. Um, but it's, it's left some very interesting questions to be answered in the next six, eight, 18 months, something like that. So sure. And, and today, consumers can't sit at the, at the bar. Correct. Right? 
Uh, so you have a walk-up window. Right. Um, but you've added a ton of seating outside. Yeah, we've got seating outside. We added that, that walk-up window we put this off-season. So we have a new window so we can sit inside, take orders. We took out part of the counter. We expanded it out. Um, we've kind of perfected the on-load ordering system. You can get delivery now. Uh, so, I mean, tons of great changes. We actually consolidated our menu, got rid of a lot of things that probably – or okay not having and kind of gotten to the real core of, of what we do best and what we can do quickly and efficiently. So now we can really uh, process a volume higher and more effectively and quickly than we ever could before. I mean, even now, like I know there were years last year or even where we had, you know, 45 minute to an hour wait for like, oh, wow. for like one Coney on a really nice day. Wow. Yeah. And we've got that down to even on the busiest day, usually we've got that down under 20 minutes That's because awesome. we built out the kitchen and we added another window. Now all these things cost some of the indoor seating, but we can put out volume that we couldn't before. So the customer experience in some ways is a lot better, um, but it's we got to toe that that fine yeah. line to walk. Uh, don't change too much, but get better at the same time. So, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it's interesting. It, it is. It is. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's also interesting. I, I, I really like hearing that perspective of how do you, how do you keep the consumers with that nostalgic feeling but also adapt as a business owner to the times, right? It's yeah. and that's something I think everybody kind of has to evolve into at some point, right? Um, as leaders, but it's I think you guys have done a great job for whatever that's worth. Um, Thank you. Uh, I, f- I feel a little bit of your pain um, <laughs> because here as well we are especially right now with with um, social distancing and other things we are also uh, weather very weather dependent uh, seemingly oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, not always right if it's. Uh, if it's an overcast day or, or raining, we'll still have people in our tap room. So we don't feel the burn of that as much as you do. But uh, I can imagine every day you're probably first thing checking oh, the forecast. Yeah, I could tell you the weather for the next 10 days. As, <laughs> as much as anyone can tell you the weather for the next 10 days. Yeah, our, you know, the right? weather, the, weather uh, the meteorologist can't tell no, us the weather exactly. for the next 10 so days. Exactly. So I know what it's supposed to be so that I can get mad about it later when it doesn't turn out right. <laughs> well, Chad, Chad was walking around this place telling everybody we were going to get like 49 inches of snow back in February. <laughs> they were calling for it. Yeah, yeah. You exaggerated it every single time, though. No, <laughs> we were calling him Weatherman Chad for a long time. Yeah, I still, I still might from time uh, to time. Three inches of snow tonight. Yeah, we'll see if that happens. It is supposed to snow tonight, which is uh, just crazy. That I drove with the top down on my Jeep yesterday. Yeah, and then tomorrow I'm going to be wearing you know like two layers, and we're going to be snowing around. Uh, Danny makes a hard switch in the spring over to shorts. Yeah, and he I, won't I, throw pants on again for six months. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to ditch that for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. breaking your own rule. Yeah, I actually wore pants uh, uh, last week, and then in Louisville as well. Oh so, boy! Yeah. Uh, once you once you're yeah. off the cliff, man. I mean, yeah, now, I think, now now you might as well not even have a hard and fast. Yeah, rule. I, I think I have to ditch the hard fast rule of switching to shorts. It, it's really just like a lazy thing for me, where like. The pants go back on the shelf and the shorts come out, you know? <laughs> and going all the way back to that shelf, that's a, a real yeah. journey. Yeah, yeah that's have to take it's a, it's a preposterous Easter. idea that I have to go back there and grab <laughs> no. a pair of pants. <laughs> no, I agree. What, I mean, what are you doing with your life? I, I mean, know, right? How can you? <laughs> I live on my own. I have, I have plenty of room in my apartment. But <laughs> you have like a one-bedroom apartment with 3,000 square foot walk-in closet <laughs> that you don't want to have to go get? It's a little smaller than 3,000 square feet. <laughs> Uh, so you, Danny, earlier said something. I thought I thought I would love to get um, okay. Eric's perspective on this. Um, <laughs> it's not serious at all. You called it pop. 
Yeah, I, uh, I actually had that conversation with someone the other day. Um, I think it's just my dad. I don't know if it's a, a Cleveland thing. I know it's all kind of regional, but yeah, I, I grew up calling it pop. Is it soda or pop, Eric? Uh, I come from Tennessee. It's neither. Oh, of those. You it's, call it Coke? It's Coke. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was about. I, I grew up that same way. And Coke is any yep. carbonated yeah. beverage. Yep, we would Coke ask, we would Coke. order a Coke or ask for what a Coke, kind? and then they would say, yep. what kind? Yep. Yeah. So I was, I'll have okay. a root beer. I yeah, literally had amazing. this conversation yeah, with someone the other day. He was saying that he worked at a movie theater, and people would come up and order Coke. And he would literally pour them a Coke, and they'd be like, "No, I wanted Dr Pepper." <laughs> and he's like, yeah. "No, you didn't." <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's, that's true. so funny, Eric. I, I didn't realize that's that that's uh, that was the way it was in Tennessee. Yeah, Is there soda down here in Cincinnati. What uh, do you call it, Chad? I'm I'm usually pop. Okay. Yeah. I think I've, I feel like I've heard soda a lot. I think we're kind of blended. Yeah. I feel like soda is like when you get a, maybe even more like northeast in that area. Maybe soda. See, that's where I'm from, and we called it pop. I don't know. I don't Wait, know where the east. line of demarcation is. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking northeast Ohio. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess that's... I, I don't know what it is. I feel like I hear soda more I feel like I hear soda pop. down here. Yeah. I'll ask people on social media. It's but, all Coke in the South. Though. My, my, what I grew up is in Chattanooga is where the first Coca-Cola bottling company okay. was oh, before really? they moved the headquarters to Atlanta. And there's still a bottling company there, so mm-hmm. we would go there on like a field trip. But like, that's very Coke country. But yeah, yeah for sure. I have a Coke. It would, you no know, Pepsi what, allowed what in kind? Chattanooga? No. <laughs> I I still will go home and visit my folks, and I will still hear my mom say, um, "Do you want a Coke, or I'm going to have a Coke?" And 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 it doesn't mean Coke. No, and it's like, and she's referring to a diet. Okay, but it's just a Coke. And then my dad will be like, "Yeah, grab you some diet." I'm like, "What? Wait, what? <laughs> Are you guys Coke people or Pepsi people?" Coke. Oh yeah, I think yeah. I'm probably in the minority here. I don't you know, are a Pepsi, Pepsi guy. I'm a Pepsi yeah, guy. Yeah, you're a Pepsi guy. I wouldn't really? say that on any anywhere. Yeah. Definitely yeah. not on. I, I'm a, I think it's crispier. Crispier. Cri- yeah. Yo, I don't. What does that mean? It's not a yeah. chip. I think, it, <laughs> I think it has more. I think it has more pop to it. Hmm. It's sweeter. I see. I think Coke is sweeter. Oof. Ooh, all right. Um, that would be. Uh, Danny at Sonderbrewing. Yeah. This, this, this is getting real contentious. I'm gonna get toasted for this. I don't even yeah. care. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would love. I would love to hear. From uh, you can thank John. Pop- John's listening to this. You can thank John Harold for me being a Pepsi guy. Ooh, John, John. Yeah. Now, to be fair, Danny, Danny is the one still working for the Taco Bell sponsorship because Taco Bell is a Pepsi restaurant. Yep. It's true. Yeah. I'm just true to brand. I, I'll never drink a Coca Cola again if Taco Bell would sponsor <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> I- <laughs> Dude, my when I was born, the golden retriever that my parents had was named Pepsi. Wow. And, like, my dad's been invested in, like, I'm sure Pepsi, I think Pepsi, like, helped send me to college because he was invested in Pepsi when I was born. Wow. Just That's think cool. if he'd invested in Coke. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Where you'd be now. <laughs> what kind? Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. What kind? Any kind. Uh, were you always a fan of root beer? Oh, man. Or did, it, did you just kind of fall into this? Yeah, did, you know, you, I, did you marry into root beer? I, I, married into, <laughs> I married into the root beer empire, that is. Uh, and I always liked it. I mean, I know some people don't. Some people think it tastes like licorice Oh, I love it. But I, yeah, but there are people that like, either like it or you don't like it. There's not a lot of people that are like, eh, it's yeah. usually I love it or no, not for me. But I always remember liking it a lot as my kid. My dad always liked it. Um, so I would order it. Like if we went to places, every once in a while you'd go to like some restaurant where they had like the bottles. Yeah. And you'd get like, I think it was like Stewart's. Yep. My yeah. Oh, yep. And I would always get I think that's or what they I, have downstairs. Or IBC. Or IBC. Stewart's or IBC. Or no, like, they, have, they have IBC at uh, Brew River downstairs. Yeah. So I would always get one then. So mm-hmm. I, I mean, I always liked it. Uh, my mom can't stand it, but. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Not, not, that's hilarious. Yeah. 
So I I, uh, I don't drink soda very often, but but when I do, it's it's one of two things. It's either ginger ale on an airplane. Oh, I love mm. ginger ale. Yeah, I like ginger I'll ale. have ginger ale when I'm, oh, but that's only on a flight. That's the only time I drink ginger ale. Really, is on a flight. Do you want to go do karate uh, in the garage? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it yep. tastes better on airplanes. It does. There's something about it. Yeah, thirty thousand feet cranberry juice too. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, and then I will occasionally have uh, a pretty strong hankering for for root beer, but that's that's pretty much it. I don't drink much soda otherwise. I'm a pop guy, um, soda guy. Yeah, whatever. you're a Coke guy. Yeah, you're, no, you, you, you're a Pepsi you, guy. You <laughs> <laughs> Eric like all of a sudden doesn't like me because I, I drink I know, Pepsi. I know. I'm still trying to wrap my brain it's around like, this. Like I wish I would have done, would have known this before we agreed to collaborate yeah. with you guys. <laughs> the amount of people that come into the root beer stand and ask for ask are like you don't have Pepsi, do you? Or you've got Coke, right? And we're like, yeah. Not once have ever had anyone be like, oh Coke. If you, don't have, if you don't have Pepsi, I'll take Coke. I will say, never the, heard it. The more Not loyal once. consumer is definitely Coke people. Yeah. For sure. Because, like, I've seen multiple times I'll be out with people like, hey, I'll have a Diet Coke. It's like, oh, is Diet Pepsi fine? Or like, no, I'll take a water. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dude, my uncle used to work for Coke. Okay. He was a sales guy. He wouldn't eat at Pepsi restaurants. I believe it. I believe that, too, yeah. It, it was wild. Yeah. It was wild. Does it, isn't it one of the two... Uh, professional teams here. One isn't it like the Reds have Coke and the Bengals have Pepsi or something. I think so. Oh, I'm not sure. Ooh, that, is that real? That is so on brand for the Bengals, right? Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not a fan sorry. of the new unis, apparently. Lo- I love the Bengals, but do, what do you think of the new uh, unis? I actually I haven't. I actually have not seen. Them. I hadn't seen them till this morning. They I, were getting some hate. I like they? them. I think they pumped. I think they blew it. Really? They had a huge opportunity to rebrand with this super cool thing. And, the, and it's, comp- I mean, it's so, you said on brand for the Bengals. Yeah. These jerseys are so on brand, boring really? for the Bengals. How about win a playoff game, wear garbage sacks? I don't really care. Just <laughs> win a playoff game. Can we get, I, like I don't them. care what they wear, but I, I have to look at them. I thought they were clean and sleek. and I don't think so at all. See, I didn't think they had an opportunity for, like, overly cool ones. I think they only had opportunity for, like, acceptable ones. I think, their, I think their helmet is so busy that they have to have a toned-down uniform or else it's just way too much. I just don't know. I don't uh, know what they could have done. Like, what I don't have, either. What would have been better? I mean, do you want it, like, all tiger stripes, like, head yeah. to toe? I think it would have been, like, tacky and Maybe. Tacky <laughs> Look and like crazy. Tigger hopping yeah. around yeah. there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just something different. It's not, like, they don't yeah. have, like, a mascot logo or anything. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, see, they, they, but I think the best Bengals logo out there is the old school tiger. The, like, full, like, the full body yep, tiger? The full yeah. body. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. the full body tiger back on the helmet would have been dope. Well, they like, should have just had the Zubaz pants then when right. they played. That yeah. I'm, been I'm been here for that. I'm here for that. They Man. should have just played in straight up hammer pants. Why don't they do what MLB does and just have like a bunch of old jerseys and they just I, you know, you know they I, do it every once in a while. I, I heard yeah. the reason they don't is because of the concussion protocol. They have to wear the same helmet all year. Right. So the only teams that can do throwbacks are the ones that marry them up with their helmets. Oh, interesting. Hmm. So like the helmets that change, I think are just the same helmets with a giant decal on the helmet. I figured oh, wow. I figured Mike Brown just didn't want to pay for other years. Well they could be that, that too. Probably, yeah. Could because, be that too. Because the the Bengals color rush uniform is like the anti-color rush. It's all white. Dude, it's dope. Well, Those are sick. But if they had, that just depends on if you're home or away. But if they had white helmets to go, like a white tiger? Like a white tiger? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure their awesome. away jersey would be all black. No, I, I'm pretty sure like like a lot of color rush games are like, the, I think the Rams-Titans was yellow versus blue. Like it's, the Bengals are the only ones that I know of that are all white color rush. Really? I'm not 100% yeah. certain on That's that, but I'm pretty sure. That's super odd to me. Yeah. And they're sick looking. Oh, yeah. I love them. Yeah, I yeah. like those white ones. Yeah. yeah I, all I'm, whites are sweet. I'm a big fan. I, I would love to know now. Now we, we 
we need to find out if the Bengals are a Pepsi team. That's yeah. uh, someone that's, looked that up. Yeah. <laughs> Contact us at saunderbrewing.com. Yeah. Where's the Let stats us know. department? Don't we have a guy? <laughs> over here that does I bet they are. Yeah, we need like a researcher on hand. <laughs> but but the Reds being Coke also is on brand. But you know what? I did the Reds used to be Pepsi because they had those stacks and weren't those ta- those stacks like the Pepsi stacks out there? Or am I thinking of a different stadium? I don't know. When, when they shot the fireworks, off I think it's always been it? Coke. I know. P- I hope that so. a fireworks P- it just looked like it was spewing Pepsi out of the top of P and G is like everywhere in that stadium. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it is. I'm I, actually I, shocked it's not P and G Stadium yet. And I don't want to sully any other brands with the Pepsi name. That's just for you. <laughs> so do you hold on. You said you get people that will come in and, and say, do you have Coke? So there, were, there are people that come in that don't order root beer? Yeah, but not a – I mean, yeah. That's They're wild. I bet that, yeah, I, I'm, I'm assuming there's a decent amount of people out there that don't like root beer. Yeah. His, his mom doesn't like it. Yeah. There's um, – so you may know this. Um, I, 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 none of you also may know what I'm talking about, and I may be pulling something out of my butt here and sound like an idiot, but – Apparently, there's a leaf uh, that when you rub it together, it smells like root beer. I think it's sassafras, isn't it? Sarsaparilla? Maybe. I think it may be there, that. There is, a, there is a specific leaf, you're right, that you can rub it together. Yeah. Uh, out at our house, uh, I found out, the guy that was doing the survey for our, our, one of our construction projects, uh, he's like, that's a whatever this is. Yeah. Pulled off the leaf, rubbed it together, and, and I smelled it, and it smelled exactly like root beer. Mm-hmm. It was wild. It was wild. Yeah. It, I don't you know. know the name of it, but you're right. There is one that because I remember as a kid, my dad would be like, "Smell that." That's and I I, for, I used to know what it looked like. Yeah, and I could do it, but yeah, it's poison oak. Yeah, <laughs> just over here go huffing fu- it. Kids, <laughs> don't, yeah, don't go looking for leaves to rub together and show your parents. So. Uh, is there anything else you want people to know about the root beer stand or about uh, just the business overall, or or just just anything you want to share? Uh, well, to bring it back home a little bit to what Chad was talking about, we were talking about how this all came together. I always like to mention um, whenever I do things like this or, or media stuff is that the best thing about small businesses like yours, like ours, is that they, unlike maybe in a more corporate environment, there's such competition where in small business, it's a very much a community of people that just everybody wants everybody else to succeed. And anytime you can work together, it's just great. Anytime local businesses can work together and make something or even just help each other out, Maybe not on an official product, but just, you know, we've got a couple other things that we talked about that, you know, aren't exciting enough for this podcast. But anytime you can work together, I think that's what makes every business better. And it also makes, it gives like the community that you live in a feel, right? It's Mm -hmm. not all the same restaurants and the same bars, but you've got your own thing. And I think people, I mean, I think always, but especially now, seeing any, I love when I see any collaboration with any two businesses because Mm -hmm. it's just a cool thing. And it's not something that you're going to get from big chains and things like that. It's like, oh, you can't get this because this is just in my little area. And not even just Cincinnati as a whole is great, but like just we're talking about even a much smaller area than that now. And it'll reach more people, which obviously we all want it to because we own businesses. But it just gives it such a local flavor. And I think people, uh, I know there's been a big push for that, you know, eat local, drink local stuff. Um, But I just love when I see stuff like that. So it's really, really cool. So anything like that, especially, too, we're talking about not just business, but, like, we know each other's families and we have connections outside of that. It's just it gives a very community feel, and I think that all of that makes a better product, and uh, it makes for better just an area where you live. It makes it unique and cool. I was about to say, too, you know, I think we've been so lucky with the the few collaborations that we've done. They've been, you know, very personal. Like, we've had friends with the breweries or with the place that we're collaborating with. Obviously, your guys' families know each other. I think that added depth kind of shows in the beer. And, you know, maybe 90% of consumers don't know that 
and they're just excited that their favorite pop soda, Coke, whatever it is, is now in beer form, you know? Not um, but for us, but, but for us it, it, it makes it really fun. You know, it's exciting and rewarding to us that you came in here and, you know, enjoyed the beer and enjoyed the product, and it obviously hits home for you, too, being a craft beer fan, and now there is a root beer float. Frosted. That's a beer. It's super cool. Right. Also, it's it's just it's fun to do stuff like this, right? Yeah, I for mean, sure. Yeah. yeah. This is the best part of having like your own business or being a part of a small business is you get to do cool things like this and like hang out with your friends and drink beer and talk, exactly. talk about it and then sell it and everyone and then make fun of Pepsi fans, right? Yeah. Exactly. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, it goes without saying. <laughs> uh, it's amazing that people like me at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, gonna be wearing pants you're, tomorrow. Right. You're gonna drink <laughs> Pepsi. You might as well just walk in tomorrow with I'm pants a, and a Pepsi. I'm a liar. I like Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> Cargo pants with Pepsi's in the side. Yes. No, popular. just cans of cans of. <laughs> yes. Yep. We need to make that happen. Right. Uh, I think it was really well said. But the most important thing that you said was uh, you actually just referred to us as the media, which is <laughs> <laughs> I think the first time that's ever happened. Yeah. We we are we allegedly we are <laughs> allegedly <laughs> national <laughs> d- adults, right? Yeah. yeah, that's my favorite claim that we've ever been. Uh, I don't think told. you actually want to be part of the media now because they're no. not really good. No. Like, like a name for themselves right now, but oh uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, it's I'll, kind of a dangerous I'll, term. I'll never forget someone referring to us as apparent or uh, allegedly allegedly rational adults. Yeah, we never claim to be rational or adults. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah, which if we ever do a, like our own spinoff podcast for something else, that's definitely the title allegedly of it. rational adults. Yeah, allegedly oh, there's rational. no doubt about it. Right. Yeah. There's no doubt about yeah. it. Trademark. Yep. <laughs> no, I'll get I'll get the legal counsel on it. <laughs> Um, as soon as they find out who's got Pepsi at which stadium. <laughs> so that's, right. Behind that. that's right. I want to know where I can't go. <laughs> I need to know where I shouldn't be going. Right. And where you will be going. Yeah, right? exactly. That's right. So, so this, uh, the Rupert stand uh, is seasonal. Correct. Um, so you guys are open from basically when? It's early March to about Labor Day is, what, okay. is usually what we do. So, yeah. Um, so what do you do from September to February? Uh, it, well, up until a few years ago, I had one or more kids at home, so I did a lot of Mr. Okay. Mom stuff. But okay. now that they're gone, I'm, I'm really sad about it. But <laughs> I've managed to get over it by having a lot of free time, too. Uh, I, I have some graphic design clients. I do graphic design work. I'll do stuff for Rupert Stand, like like we talked about with the label. So okay. I'll do different designs for that. I, I build some stuff here and there. I, like, find, I find stuff to do. Like the dope new um, uh, logo that has the, right. the tie-dye. Yeah. Those are sick, man. Yeah. Those yeah, are awesome. I, yeah, I I get a better. lot of compliments when I wear that shirt around here. I, I want one, but I don't. Eyes. I can't. I can't really buy it because it, it, I feel like I'm just ripping you off. Yeah, because you're known for that shirt. <laughs> now. Yeah. I like all the tie dye lovers downstairs get, boost me up when I wear that shirt. It's yeah. it's sick. Man. <laughs> yeah, the tie dye shirts are. I mean, we used to do it like once every few years. Now we just sell them every year because people yeah. just I mean, people love, love it. it. Yeah. It's kind of back. Yeah. So. Well, and 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 in fairness, you're probably working ridiculous hours during the season that you're open. So I'm sure it's nice to have a few months when you close to just veg out. Yeah, it's nice. And I, I'm not going to say I work the most. My uh, uh, Tammy's off to the side here. She's she's not on the podcast, but uh, she's the manager. and she We deserves, appreciate you, Tammy. She deserves a lot of the credit. She puts in the, the real hours, uh, trust me. Um, but, yeah, we, I'm there a lot. But as you know, as a business owner, when you're not there, you're, you're, your you're still there. Your head's yeah. there, right? So it, it is nice, and I feel for other, other businesses that are open all year because I do get to kind of shut it all the way off, whereas – if I was open all year, I'm, I'm sure you know, even when you're not there, it's just, it's always kind of, oh yeah, it's just one of those things that's always on your mind. So, so yeah, it, it, it is nice to have a break. And, uh, and also it's just, um, 
it's like any other tradition. It's just, it is the way that it is. It's, it's a summertime thing. And it, I think something in some way would be lost if you could just get it all year round. It's a specialty cool thing. It's just for summer. It's just for people who live in this area and know about it. And it's, it's very cool. So you took my question away. I was going to say, so on the record, that's not something you plan on changing. Oh, absolutely not. (laughs) I I think that's wise, man. I, I think you're, you nailed it, right? It's, you know, opening weekend, you know, the root beer stands opening, right? And, and, and when it's closing, it's like, man, we better go get it. We right, went on exactly. opening day. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. You were there. I did not go. I've only been once this year. It was a couple weeks ago when I went with y'all. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately. Was that not opening day? Daniel went with us. Oh, that was me, you, and Daniel. Yes. Yeah, I've been to the root beer stand three times already this season. Yeah. Well, hey, um, thank you. I, I clearly made an impression. I appreciate that. Well, you clearly weren't here. No, I'm saying you didn't even know it was, wasn't me that went with I you. I forgot that I'd been there three times. <laughs> I, 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 me- I mentally put the first two as one. You, uh, and then you, I went today to take pictures. And, that, I, and I obviously ate. That, that Pepsi's rotting your brain, bro. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Terrible <laughs> I'm not going to let this one die. This uh, is apparently great. not. I don't care. <laughs> we got guys that have been there. I mean, every day they've missed three days. Stop for, it. For four days this whole year. Wow. Oh gosh. Yeah. Every, they Dude, were there today before I left. What? I yeah. Three guys, they work together. They come in every single day. Do they work at the, uh, the plant across the street? Or? They don't. Um, they work, I don't know exactly where. I think they're all kind of all over, but one day they drove from, like, I was like Troy. Or I forget where it was. Some, some 45 crazy. minutes oh, away goodness. was, like, the one day they missed, and they were like, oh, sorry, we weren't here. So I was like, <laughs> good, dude. You they're apologizing to you. I mean, I'll see, but then, like, on the weekends a lot of time. I'll see them come in separately with, like, their spouses or girlfriends or right. something. And I'm like, I'm going to tell the guys you, they missed another day. Right. But they'll come in like, hey, sorry, we missed yesterday. I'm like, hey, you know. Yeah, I totally, I totally <laughs> knew you weren't here. But I'm talking, I mean, I'm like, 90% of the days are there. It's That's crazy. crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. We had a guy last year who came uh, 20, it's like 28 or 30 times in a 24-week. So he came all year, like, multiple times every week for the whole year. And it told me, all like, on my Year oh, in yeah. summary. Told oh, me, yeah. Yeah, your yeah. number one customer is this. So he came in this year. And I was like, "You are the number one. You came the most last year." And he was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, "I gave him like a hat." He's, and he comes in every night. Where's his hat? And that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, Brew River did me dirty uh, a couple months ago. Um, the cashier told me how much I've spent at Brew River since I've worked here. Yeah, I was like, know. I didn't need to know Yeah, that that's something you don't want to know. Yeah, that, that number was too high. I didn't need to know it. Yeah, like, yeah. you don't want to know that. Yeah. That's, that's just some things are bef- best left unsaid, yeah, right? Like, I want to, like, imagine that, like, my number is, like, half of what you told <laughs> And even half still seems like too much. Yeah, I, I, I am glad I don't know that number. Yeah. Brew River, if you're listening, never tell me that number. Yeah. Oh, I was a little I mad. Imagine. I was like, bro, you didn't need to tell me yeah. that number. That's awesome, though, that he thought it was like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this opportunity. I hit, I hit a milestone. He's like, yeah, you spent X amount. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he, definitely, he definitely pounced on the opportunity. Oh, yeah. I bet he saw it, too, and he's like, wow. <laughs> Look at this. Well, then I, luckily, I asked him, too. I was like, so, like, where do I rank? He's like, don't worry. There's a couple guys way ahead of you. I'm like, oh, thank God. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. Well, I haven't really eaten much there in the last year. I've been kind of trying to be better about Making my own food and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so, Eric, as we wrap up here, yeah. um, I'm not sure if you're a fan of the podcast. I won't ask because I don't. I don't. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, we are as big of fans of music as we are of beer. Okay. Uh, and so we have a segment on the show called "What Are You Listening To?" Oh, boy. And so I'm going to give you a chance here because you probably weren't prepped. 
No, I was not. So as we as we lean into this segment here, um, we give all of our guests the opportunity to give us two songs. Uh, oh man, I wish I would have been prepped. It's really, really. <laughs> we'll give difficult. you a little bit of time. Oh my god. Uh, so what we what we do is the three of us will give a song that we have on repeat right now that we just can't we can't turn off. Okay. Um, and uh, we'll ask for one of those from you, and then we'll ask for one of your favorite songs of all time. Oh, man, uh, you're gonna have to give me a minute here. I'm gonna and it can't be Rocky Top. I'm, hey, oh, it, it absolutely can be, no, can be Rocky absolutely Top. Absolutely can be. No, no, why, it, it why, should no, be Rocky Top. Yeah, yeah no, you just gate. You, no, if you don't use that, no, you're here's missing why. An opportunity. Here's why. I know we're derailing for a second. As I said before, uh, his wife has taught both my children. They, oh, this is great. I've heard this. They this learn great. Rocky Top. In, in her first, classroom. Yeah, yeah. They, she, first grade. <laughs> that she, is so good. She teaches them Rocky Top. So they come home every day singing Rocky Top. I think it's like at the end of the day when they have to like, whatever, there's some activity. It's like, yeah. get ready for lunch like and they clean. sing it while they do right. it and it's part of the routine. Will, Abby, did, will Abby listen to this? I'll make her. Okay. Worry. I mean, I she listens to all the podcasts. <laughs> hey, well she, done. By the way, I do care if you listen. Yeah. I just didn't want to be upset when I heard that you don't. Uh, <laughs> I did confirm with Abby that it's just the first verse. Yes. Of Rocky Top, and yes. it's not the second one where they talk about making moonshine, and that's why. Well, it, yeah. I just want Abby to know that that's a pro move, and I, oh, I mean, yeah. I'm so impressed by that. That's <laughs> oh, so awesome. How many of her students have now gone on to Tennessee? Ooh, that would, that's, a, that's a good... Uh, Maybe they could give us a break on tuition if we could. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. Recruiting fees? Yeah, exactly. Can we get something here? We've yeah. sent a lot of kids. Exactly. Uh, hey, Danny, hit that last segment. Danny, you're going to be so happy with me today. Go for it. You're going to be so happy with me. I'm actually going to go after Chad. Okay. Chad, go with it. Oh, am I going first? Go yeah, buddy. It. All right. So uh, I'm going to stick with the local artist theme. From, yep. my, from my last appearance. You really, Dude. You really threw me through a window on that yeah. last one. Yeah. Hold uh, on. you got you got to just share with everyone what you shared with Danny and I. It was oh, great. It was great. So back to the Bengals story, right? Yeah. Uh, the Bengals released their hype video oh, yeah, for, yeah. Their, for their, new, um, their new jerseys, and uh, the video was set to a Cal Scrooby song. Mm-hmm. And I just like, this just gives me so much street cred that, yeah. you know, this guy that Danny had never heard of sends me a text afterwards like, this music slaps. <laughs> he did say that. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite was a little bit of backstory on an inside joke here. I make the joke that Chad is our, like, resident dad, not because he's a dad figure in the office, but because he fits all the dad stereotypes. <laughs> like, if, like, if there's anything hot in the dad community, Chad's on top of it. Oh, yeah. My favorite was the other day when he was wearing that Columbia, like, fishing thing, yeah. and you asked him if he had a Little League game later. <laughs> that was so good. That was that was one of my favorite Danny digs I've heard in a long time. And then Chad was like, of course, he, like, Gives a bag. He's like, no, no, I got fishing later, literally tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> well, but then, he, but, but the best part was he took it in stride, and then he walks the corner, and you didn't hear me. Just looks down and goes, "Damn it, Danny." <laughs> <laughs> so I, I texted Justin and uh, Chad after I listened to the Cal Scrubby song, and I was like, "Chad, I didn't know you had this in your wheelhouse. This song, <laughs> <this> song kind of <laughs> slaps." He's like, "Yeah, the uh, boat shoes and PGHs really uh, surprise you sometimes." Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can be cool every once in a while. It was good. I'm I'm proud of you, Chad. Yeah. Uh, so this is not a hip hop song. Okay. Um, more of like a bluesy group. Um, a friend of mine, Chris Melfi, 
uh, regional band, plays in, plays in Nashville, Indy, things like that. Uh, they formed a new band called The Quilts. Okay. And his, their first single is called Sweet Molasses, really bluesy, uh, kind of tragic song. Um, really, really deep video. Okay. Definitely go check it. I don't know if we can find it on Spotify or not, but there's definitely a YouTube video for it. Hopefully uh, it's on Spotify. I think it might be, but I, I'm not a Spotify person. I'll look it up. Um, Oof. But that's almost as bad as Danny being a Pepsi guy is you not being a Spotify guy. Yeah, it's... Uh, How do you I, get your music? Oh, we've talked about this. Amazon, okay. Amazon oh, that's music. Right. That's right. Mm. It's part he does of that one penny and you get 100 CDs in the yeah. mail thing. <laughs> yeah. Columbia. Yeah. What was that? BMI or, yes. or uh, Columbia? Yeah. Columbia. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Uh, I think I still I, owe The them. next generation will never know what that is. <laughs> yeah. That's true. It's true. Uh, Probably for a good thing. Right. <laughs> that's true. No. Uh, that's, that's good. That's good. I like, I like going to the local feel. Yeah. Um, all right, Danny. So I've been... Dude, I, I uh, for whatever reason, recently got on a pretty big, um, like, mid-2000s punk uh, phase. Again. I, I never left my phase. I know, I know. <laughs> and you know, you know, we've talked about this, right? Like, mm-hmm. I went through a definite phase of it, right. and I'll ebb and flow with it. But I've got, I, I made a playlist that I've just been on repeat. Mm-hmm. Like, my kids now know every song in the playlist. Nice. Uh, but Jack's Mannequin, Jack's okay. Mannequin, the mixtape. Yeah. Dude, I don't know why, but that song That's every time, dude, it's a it's a banger. Jack's mannequin's really good. Really good. Yeah, really good. Um, so I've just had that on repeat lately. I've had uh, no choice by Fly by Midnight. Okay. Uh, found it on my Spotify Wrapped, which normally is a dud, but I'll always tune in every week just to see if there is any good ones on there. Uh, good song, kind of in the same vein as like the like new age kind of like poppy R and B stuff that I like. Nice. All right, Eric, oh, no man. pressure. No, I'm you're up, up, right? Right? Yep, you're up. I don't have anything nearly as obscure or uh, as cool as you guys, but um, I'll stay on. I'll stay on my own brand here. Okay. With uh, <laughs> with I won't use Rocky Top, even though that's the best song ever. Uh. As <laughs> hold on, did you and meet at Tennessee? Can attest to it. Yes, we did. Okay, yeah, I didn't realize that. That's how I ended up. Actually, I ended up here because we met, and then she said in no uncertain terms. You need to find a job in Cincinnati. <laughs> that's where I'll be. <laughs> okay. And okay. Here I am. So anyway, uh, but uh, so this isn't. I listen to a lot of times when it's been a long day at the root beer stand. And I get I'm in the summer and I've got the Jeep and I'm just just. Oh yeah, I love I'll it. Drive home. So it's something kind of slow. Uh, Tennessee whiskey. Oh, oh yeah. yes, Hilton. come just, on! I mean, just nice and slow. Yep. Just kind of that's mellow out to it. Yep. And it's got Tennessee. It's got whiskey. I mean, what else? <laughs> what else do you, that's all right up my alley. Checks all the boxes. Yeah. Right. So uh, a lot of that. Now, when I'm at the root beer stand, uh, Tammy and her mom, who's again sitting over here, they uh, they like to listen to the '90s country okay. a lot. Yep. So yep. not my favorite, as they know. And I tell them, but they will also tell you I know the words to every single song. Of course, <laughs> of course. I, pro- I proclaim to to hate it and then sing every song. Yeah. <laughs> But it, when I'm playing the music, usually it's like 90s rock. It's a lot of Sister Hazel and Hootie oh, yeah. and the Blowfish. Come on. And, yeah, yeah. The kind of the staples of my high school years, a lot of that mm-hmm. stuff. So That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, am a, I am a believer that – so Sister Hazel had like the one, the one banger, right? All for you? Yeah. Right? I bet you if you played that song and polled 100 people, at least 50 of them would think it was Hootie and the Blowfish. They might. I'm it's, serious they have about a very, this. They're, they're definitely had, in the I same I talked to my brother about this, or my sister, my brother and my sister about this, last time we were home because we were listening to, like, throwback songs. Yeah. And that came on, and my brother thought it was Hootie. I mean, they were, I mean, I could see it on some of their songs. Not all, but some of them, they have a very, very similar Absolutely. Sound. I mean, it's hard to, to, to not catch 
Darius Rucker's voice. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you can kind of tell it apart. Maybe it's just because I've listened to so many of them. Yeah. But I could definitely see how they have the very, the very similar. Have you talked to Chad about this? You know, Chad loves, loves Hootie. Oh, yeah. Really? They, they used to go to South Carolina every year and watch him really? play. Yeah. And like uh, a stadium about the size of like our tennis center. Yeah. He would do a end of summer back to school to raise oh, money wow. for uh, Charleston City Schools. Oh, wow. That's and we awesome. go down there and see him like this really. You know, bigger than a 500-person venue, yeah. but still more intimate than yeah. going to see him at Riverbend or something like wow. that. Wow. Abby and I would go see Sister Hazel when they would come to, like, Knoxville. And I'm talking about, like, a, a room, like, about the like size, like the size of, of this now. studio. Like pretty yeah. small. <laughs> yeah, this massive studio. That's right. That's right. <laughs> As I look over New York City. <laughs> we're, in the, we're in the Sonner Story studio. Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> High atop a skyscraper. Right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we would go see them in, like, really, like, small settings in, like, Knoxville and stuff. And it was super... Yeah. Hey, you know, uh, if if you play your cards right, Eric, we might be able to call this the uh, the Saunders Stories Studio, sponsored by the Root Beer Stand. There Ooh. you go. What is, now? What does it cost to get a sponsorship in such a you know? Surprisingly, not a lot. <laughs> Less than you're I mean, thinking, maybe, probably. Maybe like a gallon of root beer or something. <laughs> right. Chase tried and sell Good. us off for one cheesy gordita crunch. That's once. Right. That's right. <laughs> I mean, we, we hey, we, we can talk. We can right. talk. I'm available whenever to <laughs> chime in and also sponsor this illustrious broadcast. <laughs> by the media. By, right, the, yeah. by this, by, yes. By the channel I'll have to media. talk to our media person. Yeah. To see. Yeah. Our okay. people will talk to your people. Right, exactly. Uh, do you have a favorite Hootie song? Oh, man. I'm sitting here. I've got them right here in front of me, but. I don't know that I have. I probably do. They kind of go up and down. Like sometimes I, sure. I'll listen to one. I'm like, this is the best one ever. Yep, and yeah. then it'll, yeah. you know. Yep. Um, I, I always liked your winter. I like Champagne High. Ooh, Champagne High is a great song. Yeah, beautiful thing. Um, Ch- uh, Chad, do you have a favorite? Champagne High. I, I don't know if I have a favorite. I, I probably have like six. I'm glad that you favorites. didn't immediately go to like Let Her Cry. Right? Yeah. Like, like That's probably their, what do you think their top three most I would songs. say time. Uh, time, let her cry. You think time hold, is? I bet it's hold my. I hold bet my hand. Hold my hand. Let her cry and uh, time. You think it's time? I do. Yeah, it might be. I, I, I don't know. They're all really second. close. Uh, I, I don't. I'm guessing time is not in the top three. I'm I'm blanking on one right now, but I'm guessing it's not time. Let's see this kind of love. Your winter. Spotify has only want to be with you. Yep. Yep. Let her cry and then hold my hand. I told you. Come on. As the top three. What's the four? Hey, you owe me. I go blind. I told you. I go blind. Hey, hey, you owe me a beer shot. Okay. (laughs) Good thing you guys work somewhere. You can make that happen. (laughs) Danny, send us out with a hootie song. Oh, I was going to send us out with Rocky Top. Do it. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely, Rocky Top. Let's go. Thank you, Mrs. Burroughs. Hootie would approve. Is this the Osborne? uh, Is there another one? No, this is probably it. Wait. No, this is. What's the appropriate one? Yeah. No, this is the one that. This is the one. I mean, yeah. there's this one, and then there's like the marching band for the. But this is the one that's. No, this is the one we want to hear. Yeah, this okay. is the. It's got just the right amount of twang. How's this make you it. feel, Chad? I mean, this has an absurd amount of twang to it. <laughs> oh, you've got to have twang. I've never heard more twang in a song in my life, actually. If you sing Rocky Top without twang, that's like. <laughs> That's like drinking Pepsi and calling it Coke. <laughs> Just ain't the same. Oh, man. That was awesome, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, thanks so Eric. Much. Appreciate you. Appreciate it, guys. Chad's got to get some beer in his glass. Oh, boy. Steal from Justin. Mine was so good, I drank it all. Got yeah, you got some in there. We're good. Oh. Cheers, Al. Cheers. Cheers.